Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Not a single baby step toward agricultural renaissance. If the measurement of a country's gross domestic product, GDP, is based on a certain metric called purchasing power parity, the other PPP acronym in economics, public-private partnership, is the more popular one, and not on nominal GDP, China would be number one, not the United States. China may have been overtaken by India as the most populous country on the planet, but it still has 1.4 billion people to feed. China is also the world's top manufacturing power, the factory to the world. Agriculture may be important to China, but it is in manufacturing prowess where it truly excels. I am citing this backgrounder for a reason. The Philippines, with its 115 million people and its sluggish manufacturing sector, is expected to top China's rice imports for 2023, 3.8 million metric tons, mount, against China's 3.5 million mount we imported that much rice in 2022, part of a pattern of over-the-top rice imports recorded since 2019, the year the Senate and the House of Representatives mindlessly passed the Rice Tariffication Law, RTL, and on the say-so of the executive branch. From 2019 to 2023, we have had only two rankings in global rice importation, the top importer or the second placer. Mindless, reckless importation and greed-driven. Things will not change in 2024. In the first few weeks of 2024, local seaports will be busy handling an initial 500,000 metric tons of rice imports, an emergency move to plug dwindling supplies. And so that the public and the whole world will not see the grim and embarrassing optics of rice queues at the public markets. Rice queues are a particularly embarrassing optic for any administration. We can provide both a moral and economic justification for this embarrassing place in the global rice market if we excel in other areas. But there is none. We are neither an economic nor intellectual powerhouse. We have no viable manufacturing sector to speak of. We are a century behind in the development of fabs for producing the valued computer chips. We are a global laggard in competitiveness. In fact, we are infamous for notching a record of educational mediocrity, and two PISA rankings have validated that. A wag said, why are not Filipinos the top Pornhub visitors? Of course, that kind of useless exercise does not count, nor is it something we should be proud of. This is an important aside, so forgive me if I veer off a bit. Our two economic pillars are two acronyms, the OFWs and the BPOs. These are two sectors without government incentives that grow on their own. In fact, the train law even punished our world-class technology experts who staff the hardcore components of BPO work, such as programming, automation and network engineering. From their rope tax rate of 15% before the law, train imposed a tax increase of 10% on these hard-to-find, hard-to-train technology talents. Scores of hardcore tech workers left for overseas jobs after the train tax increase, opting to become roving digital nomads instead of working, and also spending, in a place that does not even recognize their hard-to-find talent. After rice, the staple food, the second most important agri-commodity is yellow corn, on which the animal feeds industry for hog, livestock, egg and fishery production is heavily dependent. For 2023, the projected volume of yellow corn imports is about 1 million mount a still out of control African swine fever, ASF, epidemic, which defenestrated my backyard hog farm in 2022, recently wiped out a dozen starter piglets of my neighbor who hoped against hope that the ASF was gone and he could start anew his backyard raising.
That scene of death and defenestration of small hog farms is one playing out in many rural areas of the country, pray to an ASF that is still running amok long after the 11 original countries with ASF had licked theirs. You know what country developed the first vaccines in Southeast Asia? Vietnam, which only started to rebuild the war-ravaged country in 1975. Last month, the daughter of another farmer neighbor posted P10 per kilogram tomatoes on her social media page. Better than throwing the tomatoes away. In Benguet, according to news reports, carrots are being given away because prices sank to P1 per kilogram. Better than seeing them in a state of rot. Not even a state of pricing equilibrium can be enjoyed by the small farmers, which is a simple mandate that the government can easily do. You see all these depressing developments in the agriculture sector and then your mind goes back to the middle of 2022 and the promise by the political leadership of an agricultural springtime. At this point in 2024, you expected that promise to translate into a few baby steps taken to fulfill the grand vow for the sector's renaissance. Then you realize that not a single baby step has been taken to that promised land. Nada. Zero. Zilch. Excuse the po and o po. But these were the exact answers I got when I asked about the current state of affairs at the Department of Agriculture. I asked precisely what the new secretary, the billionaire Francis Tew Laurel, has been doing. These were the exact quotes. First, Humahingi Poing data. Second, Nag Re Reorgazine Da Po. Goodness gracious man, leave your safe perch, hit the ground running and go to the areas of deep depression. When the recently retired agriculture undersecretary Ding Panganiban was in his 30s, he received a Toim Award when the Toim was the most coveted prize for overachieving young people, for solving the rat infestation in the rice fields of the Central Plains, boots on the ground, solving crises in real time. 